Welcome back to the First Off In My Opinion podcast. You know how we do Tom Swoop. Tom What's going on, my good people? It's your boy, Tom Swoop, and this is First Off In My Opinion podcast. We are popping and going and going tonight. Man. Man, it's been one of them Mondays. I don't know about y'all, but I got a lot to cover today, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. But I do want to just, you know, drop in and, hey, if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, share the post, tag some of your friends that might, you know, need some of this information we about to drop on them tonight. So go ahead and do that. And all my people who are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe, thumbs up, bell notifications, and all of that jazz. Um, once again, we do got a promo going on with Acorns. If you need help saving money, it's a link in the description uh, where they're giving out money um, for everybody that you bring to the table as far as saving. And they automatically do it out of your checking account every time you make a transaction. It just rounds up to the nearest dollar. How y'all feeling tonight, man? Tonight is, it's, it's a lot going on right now. You know, and I just want everybody to be on board with uh, the little bit of spiciness we're going to get into tonight uh, as far as my three keys to relationship bliss. And I know right now you're looking at the comments, you're looking at it, you like the title and you're like, Tom, what particular brand of BS are you going to be on tonight? And... I'm going to just keep it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to break down some stuff. I'm going to give you some information. So where did I come up with this topic? Everybody, you know, a few people text me early. I always, when I come up with my topics, I, already, I got like a little think tank where I send them out little text messages and I'll be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing tonight. And either it's a yay, oh, that's a good idea. Or like, did you take your medicine today, Swoop? And I'll be like, yo, yo, calm down. I didn't, but we're going to still do this topic, right? So... Um, the topic tonight is of course, three keys to relationship bliss. And the first being fuck early, <laughs> say no early and start a gang fight. And y'all like, what, what does, what does, what does that, what do they have to do with each other, brother? Okay. And I'm gonna break down each one. And I'm going to be honest. So the first one, I actually was at a Gary Owens comedy show about two years ago. It was my son's birthday. He was turning 21. And I remember Gary came out. He was like, man, you know, a lot of people be waiting all this time. They need to just, you know, they need to fuck early. And I was like, I'm listening to him. And he started breaking down reasons. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, at a certain point in a certain age, what are you waiting for? Because if, if that's a big proponent for you, you know what I'm saying? Like people who are, um, how can I say oversexual? Like I, I see a lot of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use a generalization generalization. I don't like to do that, but I'm gonna do it right now because I'm a man. So I see a lot of women and they're, they're concerned. I remember it was a post, um, that said like, um, if you're over 40, um, how big is your joint? Do your joint work? 
and do you have a job? And those were like the three main concerns if, for women dating over 40 or 35 or whatever it was. And if that's the case, why are we waiting, uh, you know, three months, six months down the road to see if this amusement park ride is any good? You know, it could be trash. And this trash for both it, it can be both ways. It can be it can be, you know, a whole dumpster fire on her end and your end. So why wait? Do it early. Find out. Keep moving. You know, I mean, it makes sense, right? It don't? Yes, yes, no. I mean, y'all tell me. Leave it in the comments. We can get this thing popping. I just want to know. I just want to know how y'all feel about having sex early. Having sex early. You meet somebody, you feeling them, you vibe. You know, y'all got like some good energy and then don't, don't be all traditional. Cause I know everybody on here then gave up them goodies early. So why not intentionally do it? Hmm. Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know, let me put up this stat with some statistics, if you will. I don't know. Where is it? All right. One in 10 Americans, 10% think it's fine for a couple to have sex within a week of starting to date. The most common attitude is that a couple should wait until they've been seeing each other for more than a week, but less than a month, 19%. Or after one to three months of dating, 19%. One in eight Americans, 12% think couples should wait until marriage to have sex. Ah. I'm just going to read the second part because I got to unpack that. I'm going to back it up, back the boop, boop. Men and women tend to feel differently about this. Men, 38% are more likely than women, 20% to think this is acceptable for couples to have sex within the first month of dating. With 13% of men saying it's fine for thing, for this to happen in the first week, 7% of women to agree. agree. What's early? I, my guy just said that. What's early? So early to me is, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking reckless. I'm not talking, oh, I just met a guy at social eight. Let's go in the bathroom on wing Wednesday on lemon pepper wing night. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. If you met somebody, you've had some conversations, you guys have hung out a few times and you feeling a good vibe from this person and you've already decided you want to see, you want, you, you, you want to like, you know, let things play out long-term you, you're hoping that why say, okay, I know people who just get a number in their head be like 90 days. I'm, I'm going to wait 90 days before I give it to him. Or I'm going dudes don't do it. I don't, I don't know too many males who do this. They either agree to what a woman's saying or, or they don't. Um, or they agree and then they have a slump buster on the side that they keep, you know, popping while, you know, they waiting on the main line. I just gave up the game. But listen, back to the top part. So one of 10 Americans, 10% think it's fine for a couple to have sex within a week. Um, and then 12% think couples should wait until marriage to have sex. I think that is legendary. I think those ideals, those um, concepts are prehistoric at this point in this country. Um, I feel like people are having sex at a, at a, at a super early rate. 
Um, people are getting pregnant early also. Um, people are doing, you know, very nasty things to each other, swapping fluids, fluids and all kinds of um, things early. And I, I just feel like uh, you got to be careful for one. And for two, it's like, I don't understand how the concept of waiting changes the outcome. Everybody knows a couple that met, dated a couple months, got married, been married for 30 years. Everybody know a couple who dated for 10 years, got married, got divorced five minutes later. So attaching time to any part of it doesn't make sense to me. That's it. It's just me. You, you can give me an example. We can go back and forth, but I just don't see where time comes into play. It's more so when you evaluated this person to bring them into your life, did you examine their character, their integrity without you with them? Um, what type of person are they? What type of, uh, you know, whether they're spiritual, you know, whatever that, that looks like, what type of person are they? And I feel like that matters more than when you choose to have sex with them. Like last show, last week's show about toxic people. And it was a lot of traction, a lot of, lot of, you know, messaging on, on Instagram and stuff like that. Once again, if you follow us on Instagram, that's where I get a lot of my inboxes at is, uh, at first off in, in, in my opinion on Instagram, on IG. And a lot of it, the questioning and a lot of the things about toxic personalities and I'm, people are inboxing me these situations and I'm sitting back and I'm just like, they don't even understand that they're in a toxic situation. They don't even understand. Like they're naming all of it. Like for one, let me back it up. I feel like a toxic situation is criteria, not emotion. Because you can be in a toxic situation and be happy about it because of how you feel. But the criteria doesn't change. Give me, give you an example. Guy has main line, sideline, sideline. Both sidelines are happy and content, but the overall picture, the overall criteria of him with a main line and two sidelines is toxic. And eventually it's going to become damaging. But it's funny how the people involved don't understand it. And they're just operating on a day-to-day -day thing moving forward. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Tying that into, you know, what we got going on tonight. We're putting time. I guess attaching that to a person, a person's character and whether you want to be with them. Like, I don't think that changes. Like, I don't think you talking to somebody from day 20 to day 35 and you wanted to give it up on day one. What are we waiting for? Bust it wide open. Ankles on the shoulders. Let's get it going. 
People say sex changes things. Yes, sex changes things. What's the goal? What's the goal? Is the goal, what is your goal? And that's why I feel like a lot of people need to be honest about what's their goal. A lot of people be saying, oh, I want to be in a relationship. When all they really do want is a safe sexual partner and somebody they can go to dinner with every once in a while and catch a movie. They really not looking for a relationship. They really just looking for, you know, that action. So you gotta, you, you gotta be honest with yourself. Like what are you actually looking for? My second point, say no early. What does that mean? Tom say no, say no. How many people, you know, your whole relationship dynamic has changed when you tell them no, when you tell that person, no, and you like, you know, you're always, Oh no, I can fix it. Oh no, I can help you. No, no, I got you. you. Tell that person. No. When you're trying to get to know somebody, tell them, no, see how they respond to the word. No, see how their body <laughs> responds, their face responds. See how every part of their soul and being respond when you tell them, no, I, I'll tell anybody this. You don't know anybody until you actually went through adversity with that person. If you're always agreeing and fixing and, and, and assisting and saving and all of this stuff. And you'll never know where you stand with these people unless you tell them no. If you don't tell them no, and you keep saving the day, you keep putting your cape on, you keep making sure every, everybody else is fine except you. What's going to happen is eventually you're going to need help and then you're going to reach out to these people and then you're going to understand that they were never there for you in the first place. This is why I say, say no early, find out who they are when you need them or when you can't be there for them. Say no early. My third point. Start a gang fight. <laughs> I say this and I say it jokingly. And it goes to what I just said about adversity. Uh, when people have to fight about something like physically altercate, like, Hey, you know, what's up? Throw your hands. When, when it, it becomes a situation, you, you want to know, what that person going to do in the clutch in the clutch. What type of person are they now? Don't get me wrong. If you carry yourself accordingly in this world, you'll never be thrown into these type of situations, but let's just keep it real. They happen. I'll give an exam example. So I was, uh, I was on a date this a couple of years ago. Just a couple years ago. So I'm on this date and, uh, I've met this girl off of, I think like an app or something like that. Talked on the phone, hooked up, whatever. I think it was like something like it was an event, but it was like early evening. It was like seven 30. So she seemed really nice, really sweet. You know, we, we get to the, the restaurant and I'll never forget it. Like soon as we walk in, she recognized another woman in the restaurant and it was like, 
She was just like on site, on site. So, uh, uh-uh. uh, she, uh, uh-uh. uh, just this cat like body language totally changed. Went straight South Central on me. Just cap looking at the girls. Cap looking at the girl. The girl like looking at her like, you know, like she was looking at her like she really didn't know her. And then I, I guess somewhere during the staring match, she started to recognize her in the situation. And so the girl I was with was like, uh, and I just can't. So she got up. I, you, y'all have to understand. I just had met her. I just had met her. Like I didn't know her from Apple. I didn't nothing. You know, I just literally had met her. Hey, let's hook up. Let's go out to drink, get some drinks, food, whatever. I did not know her. She got up, went like stormed across to the girl's table and started to walk up on the girl like this. When I tell you that girl that was sitting at the other table had some kind of military training or was like a black ops specialist or something. She grabbed that girl by the arm, flipped her, smashed her head on the back of the table, tripped her, her body hit the ground. And I was just like, like, so I go over and I'm like, I'm helping her up. Cause she like, she didn't got, that was the fastest ass whooping in United States history. It was like 2.8 seconds. The girl sat down and finished her drink. I go over there to help the girl up. I'm helping her up. She like belligerent. Don't know where she at. Like, cause she didn't slammed her head on the, on the table. Like her little, you know how y'all be having that, that crease with the, the wig and the crease be in the middle, but it was tilted to the side now. So it's like, I pulled it back over and, you know, laid it down and then flipped it, gave her a nice little cowlick in the front. So it was, you know, steady. And I sort of like walk her back to the table and she just like, I, 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 and I was just like, let, let's go. Let's, you know, we can go somewhere else. Da, 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 da. So we get to the car, we get to the car. This chick started blaming me. She like, she like, why you ain't help? I'm like, help what you got your, I'm like, you got your ass whooped before I can even move. I don't even know you like that. I say all that to say start a gang fight early because you don't know what nobody going to do. And and she might have I, I don't consider myself freezing or froze because for one, it was two women, a situation I knew nothing about. I'm not helping a girl fight another girl that she was bigger than. What I look like going over there to help like this little the, the girl was probably like five three. This girl like five ten, like 185 pounds. Like you were supposed to whoop ass. You just picked the wrong one on the wrong day. What I look like jumping a little girl. But I mean it I say all that to say. Yes, you do want to find out what somebody going to do in the clutch when the heat is on, is they going to fold? And I see, I hear a lot of women say that they want a protector, somebody, you know, if, if it got real, they would feel safe with. I get that. I understand that. That was not that situation. But you do want to find out that nobody wants to be in a situation with a guy or girl and it get hot 
and they fold or they leave or they, you know what I'm saying, they all, you know, Martin Luther King in the middle of a gang fight talking about some. let's turn the other cheek. No, let's throw hands. Let's, let's handle some business. You want to find out those three things. Look, I'm, I done, I done totally forgot. I left this thing up here. Look, so I'm going to open up my caller line tonight. I typically never do this, but I'm going to go ahead and open up my caller line. 216-369-1811. If you want to call and tell me your story and or comment, that would be great. Once again, that's 216-369-1811. Hey, how you doing tonight, Courtney? Courtney Bags, that's one of my buddies. We'll, we'll see each other later on at, at the festivities. So, back to my comment. I got an inbox. Well, I got an inbox over the weekend from a young lady who... Watch the show last week. And I always, you know what I'm saying? I don't mind talking about stuff. People inbox me all the time after the show. But they got to understand who you're inboxing. You have to understand, like, I'm not wired like most human beings. So my responses are going to be extreme. And I believe the situation had to do with, you know, uh, uh, a sibling that was in a domestic, like, violent situation. And... So the, the, the sibling was uh, in a very toxic relationship, was getting abused and stuff like that. And, and me personally, if my sister, if I knew my sister was getting abused, like I'm going to do whatever it takes to end it, not stop that instance. No, I'm going to end the whole thing. Now, I'm, and, and when I say I'm extreme, I'm like, I'm extreme. And so, like, the person had asked me, you know, what should I do? Because your answers on, on air aren't clear cut. I don't know what I'll do. And I was like, you know, she asked me about the dude and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, put some coke in his car and call the police. They'll put him away for three to five. Take it there. If you feel like you can't do nothing, do something. Go all the way. Get an A. I don't. Listen, when you talking about a sibling, like my sister, my little sister, you know, is getting abused. Oh, no, no. If I can't physically, you know, get rid of this person. Now, now you got to be strategic. Don't get it twisted. You got to be strategic because you don't want yourself to be, you know, get caught up in something that where you're going to miss some time. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Go there and do what you got to do. You did, cause I mean I, I that personally for me that's what I'm doing. Hold on one second. I think I got somebody trying to get on here. Once again, it's two one six three six nine eighteen eleven. Hey, another quick little tidbit before we get you know I get this caller on here. Y'all need to jump on uh, Shiba Inu, the cryptocurrency. And I say that, and I say that now, if you, I got a link in the description, um, it's the eToro link, 
But if you don't have any Sheba right now, buy you some Sheba. I'm not saying buy $5 million worth. I'm not saying buy $10 million worth. I'm saying get you some Sheba. You know, whatever's comfortable for you, it's worth it. Will you become a millionaire? I don't know. Is it at an early enough state where you can see your money at least double? Yes. I told three people like last week to get it. Each one of them doubled their money. And the way I tell them to do it is I tell them it's, it's the link is in the description It's eToro. So the way I tell people to do it is, and this, even when I show people how to trade currency, like once you've profited, like once you doubled your money, if you're, if you're fearful of losing money, just take your money, your initial investment out and just leave the other money in there. So basically I told somebody they invested $500. As soon as I sent the link out the next day, their account had $1,100 in it. They took the 500 out and left the, you know, whatever the $600 in their account. And that's what they're letting grow. They're just going to let that grow. Don't worry about it because it's basically it's their money and you're just letting it, you know, double up. And that's what you do. Honestly, if you're, if you're fearful of actually losing money, me, I, I let stuff ride probably too far. But when you look at these things, it's like you have to be a part of the movement. So the reason I say do this is because I really feel in the next couple of days, there's going to be some more major movement in Sheba. That's going to allow you to either double your investment or triple your investment. If Robinhood comes on board and, and list Shiba as cryptocurrency on Robinhood, that makes it, you know, more user-friendly to actually purchase. It's going to, it's going to skyrocket. And then the holidays is always a boost. Like it's always a boost to all the fad coins. Like if you remember last year during the holidays, that's when Dogecoin made a real run. I made a, a nice little portion of change off of Dogecoin. So Dogecoin, Dogecoin, whatever. So the link is in the description, jump on it if you can, but don't miss out because you don't know. Like I'll have people who will be inboxing me and be like, what's cryptocurrency. I'm like, nigga, this ain't no class. I ain't giving this ain't no nigga. Just follow the link, buy the stuff and you want, you can learn later. You know what I'm saying? But buy it now. You know, oh, I don't know about that. You got on a $500 belt, fool. You don't care about nothing. Your money is not a problem for you. Just go ahead and buy it. That's that's a frustrating thing with, with people. It's like they want to, you you go to the restaurant, spend two dollars $300 on a steak, and then, you know, I'd be like, all right, you need to invest in this. Well, could you break that down for me? Could you possibly send some documents over to my office? Think if you don't get the hell out of my face. You either do it or don't. I'm trying to help you. Make my butt itch. That shit crazy. But it's seriously, this is a good opportunity. I'm I'm actually going to make a video about a couple of other coins that people sleeping on that I purchased already. And, and literally, you, listen, I'm going to tell you all about Sheba. That's, that's something that's crazy. It's a person who got in on Sheba, I believe in 2018, put $17, $17. And it's like worth like 138 million real dollars right now. That's how early they got in and it exploded. So I know we a little off topic, but you know, 
this stuff be passionate to me because I feel like when we look at the amount of money we waste, the amount of money like going out to Wing Wednesday or going to the bar, and we look at, oh, 50, 60 here, 70 here, it's a joke. The amount of money we waste versus the amount of money we could be making. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're right. You tell you you're right. $138 million off of 17 bucks. They calling it the greatest trade in history. And I what listen, when I tell y'all, it's people the and another thing. Remember these words. NFT. Like the these NFTs, like you've probably seen them and you like don't understand them. And I'm I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around them. Still, is they're like little JPEG images. For some reason, the momentum behind some of them are literally crazy, crazy amount of money. People buying NFTs for two hundred dollars. The next day, they're selling them for forty thousand dollars, and they're actually making money off of these little JPEGs, basically little licensing rights to this image or whatever. It's crazy. It's like Pokemon for grown people, and they're making crazy amounts of money and. Once this metaverse that Facebook is talking about doing, like anybody who got an Oculus Quest, I bought my son an Oculus Quest like last year for Christmas. You already been hip to the metaverse because as soon as you log into the Quest, you already in the room that Mark was talking about. I'm talking like that, like that's my homie, Mark. Like Mark was just talking about it. Get on board, people. Get on board now. Learn these things now. These type of information and technological advancements you either roll with it or you get rolled over so you need to be on board all this stuff like when you see metaverse you need to learn you need to sit down and learn act like it's a dang on tiktok dance y'all learn them motherfuckers quick as hell so y'all need to sit down and learn this metaverse these nfts these these cryptocurrencies i'm gonna tell you another thing about this cryptocurrency and i know i didn't got off topic but we here now damn it but listen i'm gonna tell you these cryptocurrencies all it's gonna take is one of these damn video games to to do cryptocurrency inside the game and then that's it it's gonna explode just wait wait until you Think about what Roblox and Fortnite are already doing with like V-Bucks and um, Roblox or whatever. They're already doing it. So when I tell you that it's only a matter of time before one of these, these blockchains or whatever develop a coin for one of these video games. Let Grand Theft Auto have its own digital currency. Man, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's going to be crazy. And we talking about those coins coming out and just like exploding you're going to have i'm telling you the dollar is in trouble the u.s dollar is in trouble because of cryptocurrency i just watched a video today in the 12 years that bitcoin has been active there has been all right so you know how you have a fraudulent transaction or an inaccurate transaction with your bank and there's like something wrong where just basically a mistake with the transaction in the 12 years, Bitcoin has been out. It's been zero, zero, zero errors in transactions. Whereas banks have seven to 8% of these transactions that are terrible every year. And we talking about a trillion transactions. 
it's more secure than the banks. Bitcoin is more secure than your bank. That's basically what I'm saying. So, yeah. So, I'm just, I'm telling y'all this because I'm telling you when it happens, you're going to see, like, if you remember the whole dot-com now, I was like in my early 20s when that happened, but the whole dot-com thing where you saw all these people become millionaires overnight, like Mark Cuban, all of these people made money. Like they just was broke one day and the next day they would have like 30 million in the bank. And they 300 million in the bank, 400. That's what you're going to see happen, a transfer of wealth in this country based upon technology. And the people who know about it, the people who are doing their research, the people who are, are sitting aside like a little bit of real money to actually invest in these things. Those are the people that's going to change. They're going to transform. Then you're going to have a whole bunch of people who are still stuck in the same thing. And, and, and that's how you're going to get the gap between the poor and the wealthy that expands. It expands every generation, and it's just going to expand bigger. It's going to expand big, bigger. This country now has more millionaires than any other place in the world. Because in a, in a minute, millionaires is going to be the middle class. It's going to be people billionaires. Then you're going to have these people who, who work. So, look, I'm... I'm telling you, this is happening. Get on board. I put some links in the description. If you need to get an eToro site so you can get, um, you know, get on with this Shiba, hey, jump on. Um, and then I got the other thing for Acorns if you, um, you want to save money or whatever. So, like, I got Acorns set up where it rounds up to the nearest dollar from all my transactions. And then I think I put, like, 50 bucks a week in it. And over the year... Put it like this. I pay for all my Christmas, like all my kids presents, all that stuff with all the account that I saved in that Acorns account. So Christmas don't even be a big deal to me. It'd be like based upon the change I've saved up the whole year. So try it out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you all right now. Get y'all some uh, game free game. But, um, damn, man, I didn't, I didn't got off topic. We, <laughs> let me, let me reel this one in real quick. Let me reel this one in. So I started off talking about like the three things for relationship bliss. <laughs> Fuck early. <laughs> Say no and start a gang fight. You know what I'm saying? Those were my thing th three things for tonight. And in culmination of tonight's episode, I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people aiming for a targeted outcome when it comes to relationships. And at some point, you're going to have to do some things that's uncomfortable to get outside of your own box and out of your own way. Um, and I'm here to help you and give you a guide to that place of bliss. Um, I just want people to feel comfortable having these conversations because that's basically what I feel like. I feel like if I create a conversation that you can then take and then have a conversation with your significant other, I'm doing my part. Whether it's, you know, what I cover on my show, you use it as an icebreaker. Hey, I was listening to this podcast and da-da-da-da-da. Whatever, you know, eases you into a conversation that betters your life or betters your situation, I'm totally all for. So I say that, 
And in ending, I just want to let everybody know, like I say last week and this week, and I'm going to say it every week, God puts everything you want right outside of your reach. It's up to you to extend uncomfortably sometimes and get it. So my name is Tom Swoop. This is First Off In My Opinion, the podcast, and I'm out. Y'all have a wonderful week.